In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about if you should accept donations from your viewers. So grab your cup tumbler mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you will learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time here and you have a question about what it is that you are doing on YouTube, I encourage you to head over to the commentsovercoffee.com website and fill out the submission form there so that you can get your question answered on the show. As long as it's something new and as long as it's something that I haven't answered here before, I will put it into the queue. I also want to let you know that if you are a content creator, I've compiled a list of all of the best stuff to use for your YouTube channel. So if you're looking for video editing software, if you're looking for YouTube growth tools, if you're looking for thumbnail builders and things like that, all the best apps and things like that that you can use, make sure that you head over to bestcreatortools.com so that you can see my personalized list of all the stuff that I use for my channel. Okay, with all of that stuff out of the way, our question today comes from John Paul Music UK. And John says, Nick, I have a question about donations. I recently hit 1,000 subscribers, and I'm on the verge of 4,000 hours of watch time. I realize that once I get to monetization, it's a whole new world with click-through rate and CPM, etc. I wanted to know what you think about donations as a different revenue stream like Patreon, Ko-Fi, and did you know that there's one called Buy Me a Coffee? And then he has in parentheses, this is branding for you. I actually have a Buy Me a Coffee link on my website already, but thank you for that, John. And uh, John says, what's your thoughts on this? Or is it a good idea to add these to your YouTube page or does it sound too money grabbing or begging? Um, and then follows that up with, I love the show here and on the tubes and a shout out to your brother's page as well as I film and edit 100% on my mobile. So thank you for the question, John. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you also mentioning the buy me a coffee because that is branding for me. Absolutely. And I have tapped into that. But when it comes to getting donations from your viewers or adding that to what it is that you're doing, I really think that it's important to monetize your YouTube channel in as many ways as you possibly can within reason, of course, based on what it is that you are able to do, the things that you understand at this point in time as you're you know, progressing through the journey. But ad revenue without question is something that once you start tapping into ad revenue, it will grow over time. And depending on the amount of view counts that you get, you can make really good money through YouTube ads. But in most cases, the amount of money that you make isn't going to be anything that's going to be um, staggering. But, you know, like a, a decent sized channel and by decent size, I mean, you know, let's say 20, 30, 40,000 subscribers can make, you know, a few thousand dollars a month in uh, ad revenue. Sometimes, you know, on my YouTube channel, I have a I'm approaching 500,000 subscribers on mine and my ad revenue on my channel with the view counts that I get, I'm only around like $3,000 a month in my ad revenue. So because of that, I have to monetize in additional ways in order to, um, you know, really take the advantage of the opportunity that I have with making YouTube content being in front of a lot of people. So I recommend that everybody else does the same. And part of that is because monetization on YouTube just in general is really important. You know, like if you are putting out content, you have to have cameras, you have to have microphones, you have to have, you know, in your case, you're doing it on your phone, John. So, you know, in your case, you got to have phones with decent enough cameras. And as new phones come out that improve the camera quality, you're probably going to end up you know, upgrading your phones in order to make better content and things like that. So because of that, I really recommend that you do monetize it as many ways as possible. So you have your ad revenue. I also recommend that you do accept donations for what it is that you're doing through Patreon or buy me a coffee or Ko-Fi or any of those services. But the main difference in those is 
if you have a Patreon account, you are able to contribute additional content or additional things to the people that are watching your videos. Whereas buy me a coffee, as an example, that particular one is more of a, you know, hey, if you like the content, then you can give a donation there. Um, same with Ko-Fi. It's not something to where you actively are interacting with your donators in a unique way outside of what it is that you do on YouTube. So because of that, I personally recommend that if you wanted to turn it into something that is recurring every single month and you wanted to add additional value to the people that are watching your video content, I really recommend that you go with Patreon. I know there's another one that's similar to Patreon, but I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. But you want to go that route because those donations that come in, you know, they're cool. They add up and things like that. But if you want to like really monetize what it is that you're doing, you're going to get that recurring revenue that's going to be coming from your ad money on YouTube. If you're just getting started, it might be $100 or it might be $1,000 a month, depending on what it is that you're doing. And then if you can also start collecting an additional, you know, few hundred dollars on Patreon or something like that to where it's recurring every single month and you can count on that, then in those situations, as long as you're giving something back to make people continue to contribute to what it is that you're doing, you can start depending on those as income sources. And the cool thing also with Patreon is in the event something happens with your YouTube channel, you still have Patreon, right? So if you make a horrible mistake on YouTube and something happens and your channel ends up getting taken down, then in that situation, you still have the people that are supporting you on Patreon and you can just start putting content out there for them while you're rebuilding your presence elsewhere on the internet since you got kicked off of YouTube as a worst case scenario. <laughs> but I really do recommend that if you are listening to this and you're considering like, hey, you know, how can I monetize my channel? I really do recommend that you monetize through ads, that you monetize through crowdfunding if you can, depending on where you are in the process. I also recommend that you try to get sponsorships of some kind, even if it's getting free stuff that you would normally pay for. Not free stuff for the sake of getting free stuff, but if it's free stuff that you would normally pay for, in that situation, you know, I would try to work those deals out because that would save you money on having to get those things. If you can get sponsorships in terms of people giving you money every single month or even for one video at a time, you know, that can add up over the course of the year as well. So I really recommend that you do that. If you have any type of distribution for spreading awareness about merchandise that you have, YouTube themselves, they have the built-in shelf for Teespring to where you can plug in your Teespring store directly into your YouTube channel. And that's really cool because then that shows your subscribers that you have stuff available right underneath your videos. So if you have that enabled, then you can use that as well. But even if you don't have that enabled, you can use services like Streamlabs or you can still set up a, a Spreadshirt store or a Redbubble store or a Teespring store or something similar to where you can also sell merch through those. And when you're doing that, just as a little side tip here, because, you know, I like to make sure that I'm adding some good info to you. As a side note, if you are going to do merch, personally, I just do my Nimenati stuff. And the reason I do that is because I just think it's cool that people wear the Nimenati stuff. But if you're doing it as something that you're trying to generate income from, then in that situation, think about the people that are watching your videos and think about the things that they are into and think about the things that they might respond to. So it's not always about, you know, just people wearing your stuff. It's if you're trying to generate income from it, you also have to think of it from a marketing perspective and think of it in terms of, if somebody comes to my YouTube channel, they're watching my type of content, what type of things might they be interested in that I could make merch around? So if you have a dog training channel, 
then you could make slogans or shirts or designs that are based around things that dog owners would appreciate. If you have a DIY channel, then you could make merch around things that DIY people would appreciate. If you have an automotive channel, then you could make merch around things that automotive people that are into, you know, fixing cars or customizing cars or whatever your subgenre happens to be, you know, you could make merch, you know, shirts, hoodies, things like that, that those people would respond to based on the things that they're interested in and the things that make sense to them. Because if you're making content around those things, you're already tapped into that industry, right? And then of course, on the monetization side, other things that you can do, depending on the type of content that you make, is you can also sell courses and things like that, which is also, you know, a very valuable thing that a lot of people do. Even if, you know, let's say that you're that automotive person that I was just talking about. If you're that person, then you could do a course on, you know, the top 10 things that you need to, not even the top 10 things, just the top things that you need to know in order to make sure that you're taking full care of your car. And then you can sell that off of your YouTube channel for a fair price. When it comes to monetizing your channel, other things that you can do as well, um, or another thing I should say is affiliate marketing. Affiliate marketing can be very lucrative depending on the type of content that you make videos about. So that's another thing that I really believe that everybody, every content creator should explore. But the idea here is basically to say, look, I make money from ads, but if I'm putting my content out there anyway, and I'm going to be talking about things that are going to add value to the people that are watching my content, then in that situation, I might as well try to work with companies. I might as well try to promote things as an affiliate. I might as well sell merch if it makes sense for the type of content that you make. I might as well set up, you know, a, a crowdfunding account of some kind, be it um, buy me a coffee or Patreon and Ko-Fi, you know, set those things up so that you can start having all of these different sources of income coming in. And you'll be surprised at how fast those things can add up to help you pay for camera equipment, to help you pay to travel so that you can go to conferences like Vid Summit or Social Media Marketing World or People of Video or, you know, any of the conferences that you want to go to so that you can start interacting more in the community and going and learning from people one on one and that sort of thing as well. So, you know, it's really important to make this stuff earn. And by stuff, I mean the content that you're creating for YouTube. It's really important to make your content earn for you in some way so that it's sustainable and so that you don't have to come out of pocket for it. And worst case scenario, let's say that things start going well, that money that you're making could end up paying for your mortgage or could end up paying for your car or could just be money that you invest into something else um, so that you can, you know, start stockpiling for your future, depending on, you know, what your age range is. So, you know, it's definitely important to make sure that you are monetizing your content in multiple ways so that you can start having money come in from what it is that you're producing on a consistent basis. Thanks, John, for that comment. I appreciate it. And I would also like to encourage anybody that's listening to this. Um, I want to know your thoughts about comments over coffee. Let me know if you're getting any value from this at all. Let me know what it is that you're doing. You can send it to me via email from the commentsovercoffee.com website, or you could just leave a written review on iTunes and that would let me know, or your favorite podcasting platform of choice that would let me know, you know, just kind of give me that, that feedback because I get feedback from time to time, but I don't get a lot of feedback on this podcast yet. So, you know, any feedback that you could uh, give me just so that I can make sure that I'm on the right path and giving you the value that you're after here with the show would really be appreciated. And if you are enjoying this and you haven't yet, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform of choice. And I hope you learned something today. And thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.